0: Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. And I read Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Verse 19. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Verse 20 and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Amen. Amen. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Amen. The voice we hear is not a strange one, but uh, I don't want you to take it for granted because you hear it all the time. Uh, you miss it if you think that you know this man. So I want you to prepare yourself. I want you to prepare your hearts as though you have never heard him before. Amen. And uh, the Lord himself will speak to you and to each and every one of us. Amen. So the voice we'll hear will be the voice of our own Reverend Ray Degajo. Amen. Amen. Oh,
1: amen. We, we just want to minister a song it's actually a prayer to god that wherever he leads us we will go wherever he sends us we will go wherever the word needs to be heard we'll be there in jesus name amen my own, I will go.
2: Us together again and bless the Lord. Thank you so much for setting the tone for today's message. We're in a new day and we give God the praise and the glory for keeping us alive. Amen. This is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice and we shall be glad in it. Hallelujah. Let's also put our heads together for our senior pastor, for the honor to be, to share in his podium. Come on, do it for him. To the glory of God, to the glory of God. We want to thank God for such honor to stand in his stead and to bring the word of God. We as a church have been looking at the theme for this year, unshakable faith. Psalm 125, verse 1. And the third quarter, the second quarter, we've been looking at spreading the faith. Spreading the faith. And today, our focus will be on the church's mission. Now, the topic is the church's mission in spreading the gospel. But permit me to tweak it a little bit. I want to speak on the church, the mandate, the evidences. The church, the mandate, the evidences. Shall we please my heads in prayer? Almighty God, we thank you so much for the privilege to be alive and to see this day. For you have a purpose and a plan for our lives. And we ask the Lord, you will speak to us and challenge us. We give you thanks, we give you glory, even in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let me take you back to Matthew 28. Let's take it from 16 to 20, as we look at the church, the mandate and the evidences. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 16 to 19a. Matthew 28, 16 to 19a. Then the 11 disciples went to Galilee. To the mountain where Jesus had told them to go, and when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, "All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go." Jesus spoke and drew the mind of the disciples to two places. And he touched on authority. Authority to heal. Authority to preach. Authority to cast out demons. Authority to declare the name of the Lord. He said, all authority, which is also power, has been given to me from heaven and on earth. And you have that authority. Therefore, go in my name. Because I have that authority in heaven and on earth. Now, I looked at the verse 16 to 18. And we are told that the disciples went to meet with the Lord on the mountain in Galilee. And some worshipped and some doubted. Which, Lord, draws my mind to the fact that if you say you are a Christian, where do you often spend your time how often do you come to the presence of god who is your strength and what is the source of your strength every day because there's something in the presence of god something non-negotiable something that time can never offer something great and all those who spend time in the presence of god there's always an encounter and an experience And when you spend time in the presence of God, you get boldness, confidence, and something about God robs over you. The flesh gives way and the spirit takes over and makes you become a different person. Giving you grace and strength, courage and boldness in the face of adversity, in the face of trial, in the face of challenge. Where do you spend your time? How often do you come into the presence of God? I'm not asking you how often do you come to church. But where is your secret place? Where is your hiding place? Don't boast to me about what you have. Don't boast to me about qualification. Boast to me about how often you are in the presence of God. Incidentally, we had three days of fasting and prayer declared by our senior pastor. And remember that when a man of that caliber led by God, declares I call to fasting and prayer, you dare not take it for granted. Because that is another level. When a man sits in the house, led by God, declares and calls the whole house to fasting and prayer, it means that the whole atmosphere has taken on another level. And then from there, we enter the second quarter spiritual emphasis week. The whole of this week, mighty things happen in the presence of God because they do wait in the presence of god something happens there's a kind of a grace you will never get in any other place by waiting in the presence of god read Acts chapter 11 19 to 30. the reason was some of them were so bold and they were more than willing to lay down their lives to understand that what some of them were dying they said i see the heavens open where did they get that courage from Where did they get that conviction from? Where did they get that tenacity from? Where did they get that boldness from? It was in the presence of God. Oh, I challenge you born again, believer. I challenge you who call yourself a Christian, make time and spend time in the presence of God. Hallelujah. And today's sermon is a wake-up call to the church. It's a wake-up call. Because the world has lost their bearing. The world has lost its bearing. The world has lost direction. Today the world is not looking for how eloquent we are. The world is not looking for the things we have gathered. But the world is looking for solution and hope. And the church, and the church, and the church, and the church is the hope and solution to a sinking world. If we the church, we also lose it. The world has lost it. Because the world has lost everything. They are not looking for how eloquent the kind of grammar we speak, but they are looking for the evidence of the power of the gospel. And again, the world is looking for the workings of God. The workings of God. The stories we tell. How often do you tell the story? Can I suggest to you that no man can ever explain grace you can only express grace because grace is too loaded because when something happens to you when grace happens to you you cannot really tell every detail of grace the only thing you can do is to express it to tell your story i was nobody i came from a background not regarded i had no destiny i had no future but one day a man met me and caught me up in my sin and forgive me and give me hope and today i could not lift up my head but now i can chest out i can look up to the future because jesus saved me that should be your story the church must tell a story and our story is about grace our story is about grace our story is about grace let's go back to matthew 28 matthew 28 Matthew 28, let's take it again, from verse 17. Matthew 28, from verse 17. On the mountain, the followers saw Jesus and worshipped him. But some of them still had doubt that Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So go and make followers of all people, in the world baptize them in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit and teach them to obey everything i have commanded you to do and know this and know this i am always with you i will be with you until the end of time i will be with you until the end of time from the scripture we read some call it a great commission but i want to state four measurable missions of the church four measurable missions of the church the church has a mission the church is not for entertainment the church is not for fanfare the church is not for showmanship the church is not a place where we come to brag about nothing the church has a mission and from the scriptures we read there are three there are four missions that must be measurable every true church of jesus christ every church that calls the name of the lord and every church that is mindful of the great commission must have these three four things at the back of your mind number one from what jesus said empowerment all authority So, the church has been given authority. Authority is the same as power power to teach, power to make disciples, power to heal, power to cast out devils. That is why we thank God for the WMU for their consistency in that all night. When there was COVID and they thought that there was no way we could have an all night, and they broke the barrier and broke limitations. And we are on the air, we are able to have all night. Zoom, whatever it is, put your heads together and celebrate the goodness of God. Authority to cast out demons and devils. Number two, the church has been given enablement, ability, ability. It said, In my name, in my name. So whether I deacon or pastor, you may not be a deacon, you may not be a pastor. You may even not be anybody, excuse me to say, but he said when you lay your hands upon the sick, they must recover. That's most, Because I have given you an enablement. Number three, the church must have an engagement activity. Activity. It's a go. Go. That word it's not the standstill. That word is an active word. Go, go to the ghettos, go to the lanes, go to your office, go to the market, go to your family meetings, go to the funerals. Yesterday, we were coming from Osu Cemetery, having buried Mrs. Mrs. Sakis in law. And as we were returning in the car, and, and I was so impressed, all of a sudden, Pastor Pastor Kinsley turned. There were some ladies in the car. When all the the, the, the choristers had dropped at Adabraka, then we noticed that all the others in the car had strange faces. Quickly, the guy took over the charge, And he built a rapport. Start engaging them. Talking with them. First thing he did was to introduce himself. Friends, we can't take time for granted. We cannot take the chances for granted. Because the doors are being opened for us don't brag about how you are doing things. fine we salute you but your activities as WMU your activities as men's fellowship your activities as youth your activities as student service at the end of the day are your activities making disciples for Jesus or is it mere programs mere programs with fine names fine banner headlines French banner headline that's not necessarily win souls you must, be in, you must be intentional. And there are evidences. There are evidences. I said there are evidences. I said there are evidences. The world is not looking for grammar. The world is not looking for eloquence. The world is looking for evidence. Ah, I remember we went to a to witness. We are having a crusade. And we were told nobody goes to that territory. And succeeds. We went prepared all the way from Accra to win souls for Jesus. The first day where everything was bright, suddenly the weather changed. It was going to rain. We said, boy, oh boy, this crusade, it will come on. It will come on. You know, and when you are praying, you must pray strategic prayers. So I lifted up the prayer and I said, Jesus, you are the son of righteousness. Not S-O-N, but S-U-N. In other words, you are the controller of the times and the season, And the weather is under your control. No rain will come until we finish. What we saw was all of a sudden, the clouds shifted to the sea. And no rain came. And we preached the gospel. So they tried us first day, second day, the third day. They tried again. You know, you must be in charge of the territory. What are the spirits controlling the territory? What are the strongholds? So that we knew that we were dealing with a power. You know what happened? When we were having the crusade, the Friday, we sensed that there was a hindrance. But somehow, we started praying. All of a sudden, what we saw was, was snakes. Now, a flower gets to the border. It's not a windy place. It's not grassy. It's sandy. So where did the snakes come from? they'd be released and the snakes came we saw them dangling in the sun ready to strike we say here with jesus in the boat we lifted up a prayer we lifted up a prayer as we prayed all that we saw was that it was as if some power had engaged the snakes all of them came so close but they could not bite anybody all they did was they raised their head like this and they were all in one position as if somebody had arrested them and before the crusade was over they vanished then by sunday the custodians of the land came they said we want to know what power you are using we want to know what power you are using i we say we have no power of our own but jesus is our authority and power he said, i give you power because it is from heaven and earth go in my name." You are not seeing anything because you are not going. But if you go, I say if you go, you will see the hand of God. Oh, may the Lord empower somebody this morning. In the name of Jesus. So, when we say the church, when we say the church, what is the church? What is the church? Because the church is not the edifice. The church is those who are called out. The church is the called out. Ecclesia. The called out. The chosen. We are the body of Christ. We are the bride of Christ. So, the moment you accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you are the church. So, you alone, without Reverend Degger there, without the pastors there, in your own house, you can make a difference. Because you are the church. The church local and the church universal. What is the gospel? The gospel is the good news second Peter chapter three verse nine he says it is not the will of God that any should perish so the good news is that tell them Jesus came he died he rose he was buried on the third day he rose he loves you that's all that's all you don't go preaching about how many cars you have you don't go preaching about how eloquent you are you don't go preaching about the places you went to they are all good story but Jesus is the gospel I said Jesus is the gospel Without Jesus, there's no gospel. So your message is not about how beautiful your environment is, but your message is that Jesus saves. Jesus is the answer. So the good news, and look at the news. It miscarried the gospel, and I, and I, and I caption the news. North, east, west, south, you have news. North, east, west, south, you have news. In other words, the message must go to the north the east the west the south go tell them that jesus saves go tell them that jesus is lord go tell them that somebody died for them that's all then we want to ask what is the gospel how how, how what is the gospel and it's jesus can you shoot for me Revelation 11 and i want us all to read that place revelations chapter 11 you know hello are, are we together God bless you. Sometimes, eh, we try to hide this Jesus because we think that he's nobody. But when you come to understand the one we are dealing with, when you are walking in life, you must walk with confidence and courage. Can we all read this together? Let me read. Let's all read it together. Revelation eleven, chapter five, verse eleven and twelve. Can we all read together? Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders in a loud voice. They were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power. And wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Put your hands together for this Jesus. Come on, come on, come on. Put your hands. Put your hands for this Jesus. I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. You are all very important people, but I'm going to ask you to do something for me quickly because it it will translate into your life. Look at this. This Jesus I am talking about is loaded with sevenfold blessing. Oh, come on. This Jesus, I cannot compare to the elders of my family. I cannot compare him to least president. I, I cannot compare him to any other. Just what he has, nobody has it. Sevenfold blessing, and he has them. I beg your pardon, in all humility, lift up your right hand over your head. I beg you, let it translate into your life. Because you see, the world is looking for evidence. May you carry that evidence in your life. We will uh, listen. We will mention the sevenfold blessing: power, wealth, wisdom, strength, honor, glory. Let these seven things happen in your life. I said, Let these seven blessings let them manifest in your life. So in the name of Jesus, I carry power. I carry wealth. I carry wisdom. I carry strength. I carry honor. I carry glory. I carry praise. Said because of Jesus, I, I have power, I have wealth, I have wisdom, I have strength, I have honor, I have glory, and I have price. Make the Lord do it for you. Make the Lord translate it. Let it happen in your day and let it happen in your life. Amen, amen. Thank you so much for cooperating with me. Let me tell you quickly one here So, if I'm sharing the gospel. If I'm sharing the gospel, I need to know the era or the time in which we need to share the gospel. You know, when you watch TV and you listen to the news, don't just listen for listening's sake, have a global mindset, have an eternity mindset, don't have a short term thinking, have a medium term and a long term. When you see people being killed, when you pass Osu cemetery. they carry coffin to bury a young man to bury an old man when you see a woman pack a bag, leave little children behind and say i am divorcing don't just think that it is an event something is happening we are in an era we are in a time and the church cannot be dogmatic the church cannot be dogmatic the church cannot go to sleep the church is must be awake because something is happening a freshman has studied the trend I observed that it is the same trend over the generations the only thing is that they come with different faces I studied the trend I'm not too old but I've crossed 60 I've crossed 60 I've crossed 60 still looking young with the vitality of the Holy Ghost hallelujah and I declare that by the grace of God I'll remain like this till I die (laughs) straight strong but you see I've observed that this trend, they don't change. The only thing is that they appear with different faces. Number one, we are in a global shaking and uncertainty. Check the news. That's a global setting. So, so the problem with Inlevy e. and all the wahala, is not Ghana alone. No. It's a global trend. Global. Number two, there are outbreaks. Outbreak of COVID. There are, we heard COVID, but the doctors will tell you there are some we have not heard about. There are some outbreaks that we have not heard about. And if they had come here, perhaps, we don't have what it takes to fight it. So God, by grace, has kept it. But there's also economic decline. If you are a minister to people, and you have listening here, you find out that we are in a time of depression. I'm telling you. Quite recently, we saw a man. He had parked somewhere. I wouldn't mention the place. Wonderful car. Wonderful for a He was sitting there. He was in the car for a while. And he was weeping. After a while, he got down. And so, when you see things like that, as ministers, it's an opportunity. Like I'm telling you, if you look at number four, even though we are in a bad time, but God is opening great doors. <laughs> so, when we saw him crying, we decided to approach him. An elderly man weeping in an air-conditioned, brand-new pachero. It doesn't make sense. I said, sir, what is the matter? What is the matter? And the man broke down and wept like a baby. He said, I've been in abroad for years. And when I was living, I left two of my sons. They are the only children I have. Their mother is gone. I left them with my brother. And my brother couldn't handle them. The children all are on drugs. And every service I made, one of them, I don't know how he did it, succeeded in signing my signature and withdrew money. There is a house I have. He sold the house. And he sold the house not for anything but for drugs. I said, where do I begin from? I am old. Where do I begin from? And Jesus is the answer. I said, Jesus is the answer. You may be rich, but here is a man. And he's weeping in public because he does not have the answer church we are the hope we are the answer for today's generation may the lord open your eyes may the lord open your ears Oh, may the lord touch your heart that your heart will bleed for a soul quickly if if we are in the time then what is the gospel let me just find up. what what why must the gospel be preached? And why is the, why, does, why does the devil fight the gospel? Have you asked? Why is it that there are territorial powers fighting this gospel? Number one, it's unlimited. <laughs> Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power unto salvation. No other power. The gospel which is good news about Jesus. You cannot limit it. It is unrestricted. Who is the devil to stand in the way of the gospel? My Bible tells me that one day the disciples were preaching and there was a gentleman who stood and was trying, the proconsor was trying to receive the message and then there was one man who was trying to bewitch the gospel and the Bible said the disciples sensed that ah, there was a blockade and they rebuked him. No witch, no demon, no devil can stop the gospel. It is unhindered. It is irresistible. Friends, I happened to travel outside the country. And the place I went was a Spanish colony. Nobody spoke English. They all spoke Spanish. But somehow, when I got there, I happened to meet some Ghanaians. Quickly, I formed a Christian fellowship. And in that fellowship, a number of things happened. One, there was one of the guys in the place. He comes from a typical idol, tough idol. He does not believe anything. And once one day we were speaking, he was trying to contend. Then once we were praying, and he's been there for a long time. Then the Holy Ghost gave a name of his son. And I mentioned the boy's name, all his name. And then the man was shaky. He said, my son is in Ghana. I said, yeah. Then the Lord revealed, the boy was in his final year at St. Augustine's College in Cape Coast. And at the time we were praying, the name popped up. He was living in that colony, having been together for a long time. But he was in touch with his family. And as we we prayed, then the Lord gave the name of the boy and gave the school. And he said, let's pray for this boy. As we prayed, the body was so strong, we battled. Until we had peace. But the following day when he got home. There was a telephone call from Ghana. And they said. Your son left school. St. Augustine. And went towards the beach. To commit suicide. And in the course of committing the suicide. Some fishermen saw him. And they caught him. Then he asked. At what time did this thing happen? And they mentioned the time. And it was exactly the time of prayer. When we were praying far away from Ghana. He went on and he said, hey, this is your God? In that same colony, somebody died. They had covered his face. And for hours, they were waiting for the doctor to medically declare him dead. We entered the hospital. It's a, it's a Spanish colony. They don't speak English. And God said, sing me a song. Sing me a song. And as we are singing, he says, Sing your local dialect. So we're singing songs in Ga, Ever, and Akan. All of a sudden, a boy that had been declared dead, he could see that he was stiff. And there was a sheet over him. As we sang, the whole hospital was charged. People who couldn't understand our language, but healing was taking place. Healings were taking place. Then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, what we saw, as, listen, we were not singing Spanish, we were singing typical Ashanti choruses. All of a sudden, we saw a movement under the sheet. We saw another movement again. Then all of a sudden, the boy came back to life. The boy came back to life. The boy came back to life. Come and see. Come and see. The whole atmosphere was ready for the gospel. I couldn't speak the Spanish, so I had to get an interpreter. And in that five-minute message, when we made the altar call, Habba, they were running like this. Because they have seen the evidence. They have seen the power. They have seen the glory of God. May the Lord empower you. I said this week, in your office, in your home, in your family meeting, wherever you go, let the Lord, let the Lord empower you. May God empower you. Let me wind up. Let me wind up. You know, one pastor Grace, money i you sure. Number one. I'm, I'm oh, truly, truly. Truly, I'm winding up. Friends, friends, the gospel will face four issues. Say four issues. Say four issues. Number one issue. Anybody you meet he has unanswered questions. Yeah, there is a void. There's some emptiness in them. Yeah but they are empty there is a void there is a fear some of them they are not hungry for clothing shelter and food they are looking for affirmation they are hungry for love they are hungry for acceptance you have it if you can put your arms around somebody unlovable they will salute you many are on drugs. Many are smoking. They need love. They need affection. They need affirmation. Number two. These are not the days when you meet people and tell them, you are going to hell. Friend, who made you a judge? The message we have is the message of love. Don't condemn people. Tell them the love of God. Number three. Number three. This is where it comes so strong for me. Tell somebody worship against diverse worship friends we are in a terrible time we are in a terrible time look we have only one worship jesus but now we have been introduced to diverse worship there is coming enticement have you seen the viral the video that has gone viral i mean, i don't believe it but they said you take your thumb and your toe when they cut it they give you four-wheel drive and money and so people go for their thumb and toe to be cut but even though that is the point. Today people want to worship money. So they sleep with dogs. They allow oh, God's child. Made in the image of God. How do you lower yourself? But Jesus said, you cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve God. and mammon. Today many people are chasing power, possession, pleasure, prestige. They are looking for these things. <laughs> when I get it, meaning me, but they get it and they are empty. But I have a good news for you. There were four boys. there's somebody four boys: Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. That was not their original name. They were given names in Babylon. Everybody bowed to worship the idol. And this boy said, Sir, we better go. We shall not bow. We will not bow. And the king said, Huh? You will not bow. I will show you who is the king. But look at what the boys said. They said, if even God does not deliver us, we will not bow. And the Bible said they heated the fire and they put them in. People were bent, But the boys entered the fire. Three. The question is, if God is God, why did He save them from the fire? Don't be a lawyer for God. Let God be God. Because there are some eh? You cannot understand God, but he's still suffering. Because I was thinking that when the boys spoke that nice grammar, Beautiful grammar. If God does not deliver, it's a nice grammar. Eloquent grammar. God should have, oh yeah, kill all the people so that the fire will not even happen. But God allowed the fire to be heated seven times. And they put them in the fire. But this is the point. Do you know that the devil changed their name and gave them those names? But all the four of them, their original name was, number one, the God who is faithful. Number two, the God who will come by grace. Number three, The God who will appear to me. Number four. The God who will show me mercy and help. Now, if you put faithfulness in fire, and you put grace in fire, and you put help and mercy in fire, will it succeed? No, I'm asking you a question. You put faithfulness in fire. You put mercy and help. Oh, come on. Why is there were three in the fire? And I'm sure the three boys were looking at themselves in the fire. And they said, Shall we sing a song? Say yes. And then, as they were singing, they were only seeing three of them. They were singing three. But the king came down. A king does not normally come down. But the king himself came down. And the king went to the fire. Then the king started shouting. No royalty shouts. No royal will shout in public. But the king saw something that he saw. He said, how many people did we put in the fire? They said, three. He said, I see four. Said, and the fourth, his face looks like the son of man. I am here to tell you that the Jesus we serve is the answer to the world. When we put this in fire, he will appear. No weapon formed against us shall ever prosper. For you serve a God. He so faithful to fail. He's the god of mercy and help when they close the doors against you he will open another door when they silence you he will give you another voice no demon no witch no wizard can stop the gospel because you are son of god lift your hand receive power come on lift your hand this afternoon this morning receive 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 come on let your voice receive power receive power receive power receive grace yes 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 take 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 the power it's yours it's yours it's yours break 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 every stronghold. break every intimidation break it now Break it. Pastor Casey will be taken over. I beg you shall we all standing in all humility. In all humility. In all humility. I'm going to ask you to do something. I know Shashi, you are so gentle. But Church, if you don't do this for our children, eh? Because if in my time, I beg you, in my time, I never had a dog sleep with a human being. When I was growing up, prof. If it was even there, we didn't know. But today, by social media, it's all over there. In my my time, we didn't see a man sleeping with a man. It was not real. But today, it's all over. Let me ask you something. There's a storm. There's a wind blowing. If you don't pray for your children, it is possible. It is possible that the children you raise in Sunday school, the children you raise in money devotion in your home, may be swayed by the wind of storm. But today... As a father, as a mother, as a prophetess, I say you are a prophet. I say you are a prophetess. Raise your voice. Say this after me. Say, I stand in the name of Jesus on behalf of my children's children. I shut the door. Every strange spirit, every strange worship, every tragedy. Every satanic stronghold as I pray. I close the door against them. My children, my family. Go to the Lord in prayer. Raise your voice and pray. Don't keep quiet. Raise Raise your voice. Raise your voice. Raise your voice. Shut that door. Shut it. Shut it. Shut it. The Lord gives you power. 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 thank you lord my lord let's keep praying keep praying lift up your voice when you see the evil rising up the antidote is not much publicity and talk it's about prayer secure your children's children secure the family Secure the borders of your home. Some of you must be interceding for your grandchildren. Your grandchildren. Bible says the righteous man lay up inheritance for his children's children. Your prayer for your children's children is an inheritance. Secure and protect them from the onslaught of the enemy rising up in our land. Let's secure our land. Let's protect them from the agenda of LGBTQ plus plus. May the Lord preserve your home. May the Lord preserve your posterity. In the mighty name of Jesus.